resilience and the importance of recognizing all the the positives um, in a situation and how that can can get you through it. You're listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast, a daily podcast dedicated to helping B2B marketing, sales, and customer success professionals become masters of their craft. It's Thursday, so this is our hashtag one team episode. Sangram and someone from the Terminus team discuss what they're learning at the moment and how it applies to you. Here we go. Sangram here. Welcome to the Flip My Phone podcast. Super pumped, super excited. Today, I have somebody from our office, but I'm saying that in a way because I'm like, well, how do I how do I talk about this the right way, right? So Ali, who is on our on the podcast today, she is with Bright Funnel that Terminus acquired about three months ago, and you know I wanted to say that differently. I just didn't want to say Ali is with Terminus, is because there is an identity of Bright Funnel as a company, and we as as someone who has been on the other side because I went to the part out and Salesforce and all that acquisition. I think it's important to recognize Ali with Bright Funnel. Bright Funnel is an incredible product, and now through the acquisition, obviously Ali is part of Terminus, but she's also gone from being an SDR to an SDR manager to a marketer. So she's gone through a bunch of transitions. So this whole podcast is all going to be about transition from an acquisition perspective, what a person goes to, uh, goes through, and also transition from being in somebody in sales who became a marketer. So I think there's a ton of goodness that we're going to uncover in this podcast. So Ali, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Sangram. I appreciate the, the nice warm welcome. Absolutely. So, Ali, first of all, congratulations on all the success that you and the team is having right now. I know there's a lot of energy, excitement, all these things, and and you and the team have just been so brave in accepting the change, and I know all the anxiety that comes around with the change of acquisition. So, before we dive into your new role and new transition, and we're going to figure out what your title is, uh, because that's something that we need to talk to, um, but let's just talk about the process of going through the acquisition, the emotions, and how has that shaped you as a person? Yeah, of course. Um, So the acquisition was unexpected. Um, It kind of just came about. Um, It was was news to us in December of 2017. So yet, like you mentioned, just about four months ago. you know, it's a transition to go from working towards building up a small startup. I also had joined Bright Funnel um, about two years ago. So I've been a part of growing the team from like 18 people out to like, there were like 50 of us. Um, wow. So, you know, to, to go through that growth and change with just Bright Funnel and be working on, you know, this one, building this one startup to then be, um, being a part of a, a larger organization and just meeting a whole bunch of new people and um, figure kind of figuring out how we fit into this new joint vision um, was definitely challenging. And then in addition, it was my first time going through a change like that, also being a manager. So not only going through the transition personally, but also going through it, um, supporting a group of a group of SDRs was um was very challenging and also very, very rewarding. And I think it just um, has taught me the importance of resilience and the importance of recognizing all the, the positives um, in a situation and how that can, 
can get you through it and also um, bring about a really exciting new chapter. Yeah, absolutely. Every time I've been to the Bright Funnel office, I felt like, and every time I've met you in person at the Bright Funnel office or at a conference or when you're here in Atlanta, I feel like you have an incredible amount of optimism towards every situation that's coming your way. And I think that and even though I know, and then you have been very open about it, that there has been anxiety around all of these things, which is pretty normal for anybody to go through. But I think you have just shared so much optimism in whatever comes your way. I feel like that was a great takeaway. I learned a lot in that process myself is, is what matters at the end of the day is your attitude towards any situation that comes across. And, and what you and the team have done so far, it just is phenomenal because I know how overwhelming, as you said, it wasn't expected. So when something like that hits you where you are so focused on your company and your vision and all of a sudden now you're part of another company, another vision, no matter how exciting that might be, it also feels like part of you is gone or part of your identity is compromised. And, and I feel that is just the reality of things. And it's, it's, I think we need to all accept that. At the same time, you have to also come back into the new, new reality. Like, well, now this is the truth and this is how we're going to go and about it. So I think what you have done has been phenomenal. Thank you. I appreciate that. All right. So let's just get into the, the exciting thing, even more exciting thing beyond the acquisition part of it is, is that you have gone as, as part of the change, which, as if that, ch- that change wasn't enough. You've gone from being an SDR to SDR manager to a marketer. And I honestly don't know of many people, many salespeople or sales leader have gone from sales to marketing. So I think you can, you, you can really give us a lesson on well, what have you learned as a salesperson and what's your new role as a marketer is going to be. Uh, but also, I'm just curious, is this something that, that you were thinking about? Is this something that you wanted to always be in marketing or is this just naturally happened? Yeah, that is, that is a great question. I have lots of thoughts and feelings on this topic. Um, so a little background about me. I have always been one of those people who didn't have, has had a lot of different interests and has never really known exactly what I want to do with my life. I think there's, you know, there are a lot of books written about how to navigate your career path. And um, I feel that there are often two types of people described. One who knows exactly what they want to do and has a direction and goes after that. And, and it works out really well. And others who kind of have to try a lot of different things and figure it out. So I have been in, in that second camp. Um, and so I actually started my career in, I've kind of had three stages. I started my career in the fashion industry, um, thought that that's what I wanted to do, had a strong interest there. I did love a lot of things about it, but I also recognized pretty early on um, that it wasn't my long-term path and I had to try something else totally different to figure out what I really did want to do. So then I took a took a leap of faith and became an SDR for actually a, a different company called ToutApp um, a few years back and loved tech, loved being an SDR, um, and, and felt like that was really my, that was, that was a much better path for me. So I joined Bright Funnel, um, about a year later and started out as an SDR, um, team lead, and then was promoted to SDR manager a few months in and had the opportunity to really build out the SDR team. And I ended up, while, while I at first thought I wanted to be an AE and then ended up taking this role, um, the reason I took the role was because I realized that it was such a unique opportunity to build out a team 
um, and for a company that I really loved and was bought into the mission. And I ended up loving the SDR manager role. I loved the opportunity to build a process, um, to work closely with both sales and marketing. Um, oh, and I should note, I reported to marketing as an SDR manager. Now, so, well, let's pause there for a second. What, yeah, I'm, I'm, I think this is a really interesting point. At this point, what is it that you loved about the SDR role and then obviously becoming a manager, that is also not something standard for everybody. Not every single person in SDR becomes an SDR manager. So what was it that made your transition from SDR to SDR manager uh, a normal one? And it's something that you got excited about because it's such a different role managing people versus making 50 calls a day. Yeah, absolutely. I think because I joined BrightFunnel pretty early on, I had the opportunity to um, spread my wings and do things that were outside of the SDR role. So I quickly started like building out messaging and jumping in, making recommendations to change our sales processes, um, connecting with like our Salesforce admin, just like doing, doing things like that, that were, were kind of um, just touching on the SDR manager role, like dipping my, dipping my toes in the water, I guess there. And I realized that I had a lot of strengths, um, you know, in that, in that realm. So I really, I realized that I was good at identifying gaps in processes and, um, coming up with recommendations to, to build out, um, and improve what we were currently doing. Um, I started playing a role in like hiring and realized I had a pretty good, um, pretty good idea of who the right the right profile was to hire and just had a lot of ideas uh, around how to improve our SDR team. Um, and so then I ended up getting that offer to, you know, that opportunity to, to manage. And I just felt like it was a natural progression for me. It just made sense at the time. And I felt that, you know, with each career opportunity that presents itself to me, I always try to ask the questions of, am I going to learn from this opportunity and do I have something to offer? Um, and I felt that it was so clear in that moment that, you know, it was just the right fit and, um, and, and I trusted my gut and it ended up very much so being the right fit. Nice. That is fantastic. I think a lot of people, uh, you know, listening to the podcast, if they're in marketing or sales, I think one of the topics that have been very interesting to just debate and learn is that what's your career path and how do you choose where you want to go and, and is it really what you choose? And I think the pattern that I'm recognizing and the reason I asked you that question, Ali, is because I feel most people are successful in moving into different roles is because they're just self-starters and they take initiative and they are not waiting for uh, approvals. They're not waiting for, is this my job? Is this something what I need to do? They just go do it. They just start creating programs and initiatives. And then all of a sudden, everybody around them starts noticing them is like, wait a minute. Uh, oh, that's awesome. Ali can do that too. And they just learn something about you and you learn something about yourself. And, and that opens up new doors of opportunities. I think too many people, and this is probably a big takeaway before we get into more of the marketing and the new role perspective. But I think this is a big takeaway for me and hopefully for listeners right now is to challenge themselves, challenge yourself today and figure out what are you taking ownership of? What are the new initiatives that you're focusing on? If if you're challenged today to think about, oh, um, that's not my role, or is this something I want to do, or let me ask four people for permission, 
I think it's, it's, it's just the wrong thing. You know, people are not going to wait around to give you what to do. I think we will live in a world where everybody has too much on their plate. And if you start taking the initiative to build something and do something, people are going to notice it. And, and that actually is your ticket to higher positions or different positions or newer roles. And, I, and I'm just curious if you agree with that, that sentiment. I very much so agree. I think that's how you get recognized. And I also think it's how you learn your strengths. Like, you know, I, if I hadn't jumped in and started making recommendations early on in my time at Bright Funnel for how to improve the ways we were currently doing things, I don't think I would have recognized that I was good at identifying gaps in process and coming up with, um, you know, solutions. So I think it, it helps you in two ways. It helps you get recognized and it also helps you get to know yourself. Absolutely. All right. So now let's go from being a salesperson to a marketing person. Like, why in the world would you move from sales, which is supposed to pay you way more money, so you're not going to get in the comp plans and any of that stuff, but sales has an opportunity, and you know, let's be honest, has a almost uncapped potential of making money. You could go from SDR to, you went to SDR manager. You could go to an AE position, which obviously has a lot of it's pretty lucrative and you could make a lot of money and clearly you're good at sales. Why marketing? And how did that come about? Yeah, I think it, um, I think it came about with the same approach. So backing up a little, I reported to marketing through my year and a half as an SDR manager. Um, and I learned a ton from reporting directly to the VP of marketing. I, again, kind of took on some stretch roles. I wrote some blog posts. I was pretty um, involved in field events and I was featured on some webinars and just like constantly trying to learn um, what what all the things that went into marketing were, um, what every role of the marketing team did and was constantly asking like how I could help. And so I think by being that closely to marketing, I just developed like a strong interest in it, appreciation for it. Um, and I liked how multifaceted the, the, the field of marketing is um, and how much influence it can have. I also work for Bright Funnel, which is an, a marketing analytics product. So um, I just have been so immersed in it that I became just <laughs> very interested. Yeah, before you knew, um, you became a marketer. <laughs> And, and I just have a strong appreciation for the value of marketing. So in this acquisition, I had the opportunity to take on a, you know, marketing role where I was able to really oversee marketing for Bright Funnel um, and work really closely with the entire Terminus marketing team. And I couldn't pass up that opportunity. I once again asked myself if I was going to learn a lot from this opportunity and if I had something to contribute. Um, and I just kind of dove in. So I am learning a ton. I've got my hands in product marketing and demand gen, um, in ops, and I'm learning a ton every day. And, um, it's, it's been great been very challenging, but also very, very rewarding. That's amazing. So it sounds like you just hired somebody on your team too. So what is going to be your role? What is going to be your team's role? Um, how are you looking at this moving forward? Yeah, so one, um, so I just hired my first marketer. She's going to be, she's going to be heading up events, and she's also going to be helping out with demand gen, with content, 
um, social and, you know, we're going to be a lean, lean little team that's driving marketing for bright funnel. Um, I also am still managing the SDRs, but I also just promoted one of my SDRs to team lead. So we now have a, a team lead and then a team of three SDRs. And my role will really be overseeing sales development, um, overseeing marketing, and then I will be owning more of the product marketing um, aspect on the marketing side. That is that is incredible. So I know when we were talking about this and we were going back and forth on the email, like you had a couple of really, really interesting things to, as we were, I was just reading through the email from you. First of all, I think it's really clear that if you take initiatives, anything is possible. New opportunities are going to come up. And, and, and if you are allowing yourself to be a little bit more uncomfortable in, in getting into new areas, I think new opportunities are coming up. If, you, if, if somebody right now is listening as a, because you now have experience or dabbled into both sales and marketing, what would you say to a salesperson? Say, hey, here's what marketing is good at or what you should look at marketing for. And what would you say to a marketer um, saying that, hey, marketer, here's what you should learn from sales? Because I'm just curious, there's not many people who have been on both sides of the fence. Yeah, that's a great question. I think that, uh, you know, I'm going to take the one team approach. I think (laughs) both sales and marketing need to recognize that they're both trying to do the same thing. I think everyone needs to recognize that sales and and marketing are both trying to drive revenue for the company. Um, you know, that's, that's why attribution exists. We are here to, you know, show marketing's impact on revenue in the company. And as a marketer, we're really here to support sales and help sales drive in those, you know, close one deals and bring the, bring the revenue in for the company. And as salespeople, um, I think marketers need to recognize that they're trying to do the exact same thing and are leaning on marketing to help them do it. Um, so I think, you know, just having that one team approach and, and both functions recognizing that they have this, that they should have the same goals, um, that, that really helps with that alignment and, um, you know, keep the company together and driving toward the same goals. Sounds good, Ali. This is awesome. So I just made, I mean, I was, I was literally immersed in the conversation. So this time around, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to go through like five or six things that we talked about. I feel like Really, the theme, and I think this is really exciting and the big idea over here, the really the theme for this is that you know try new things. Uh, be be okay to fail. Uh, it's okay to try new things when you're not in the same role. If you're in sales, doesn't mean you can't do anything in marketing. If you're in marketing, doesn't mean you cannot provide input or try things in sales. I think what you're doing right now is probably energizing a lot of people listening to the podcast to try things that they may be thinking that's impossible or they should not even... Uh, try to do or the worst wait for permission and I think you just gave a lot of people permission to go ahead and try give yourself an opportunity and see where you can go so and, and this whole idea around one team which is really the theme of this podcast you literally kind of wraps it back to that is that if you're in sales and if you're in marketing and think that well this is your job and the other team has to do another job you're dead wrong your job is to work as one team. Your job is to bring things together. Your job is to have one scorecard. And it is up to you to make those changes and those initiatives. Don't wait for permission. So you just created an entirely new talk track, hopefully for a lot of people to think, take, don't wait for permission, go do it. Thanks, awesome. Yeah, thank you so much for inspiring me and inspiring a whole bunch of people on the podcast. Thanks, Ali. 
Flip My Funnel is on a mission to build the largest and most engaged community of B2B professionals in the world. Join the movement at flipmyfunnel.com. You've been listening to the Flip My Funnel podcast. To make sure that you never miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. If you have an iPhone, we'd love for you to open the Apple Podcasts app and leave a review. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time.